am I really gonna like like steer in the direction of my next nine months based on I have a roommate and I bought a futon? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's so silly. This is Ordinary Voices, inviting ordinary people into conversations about life and faith. I'm your host, Eric Elkin. I created this podcast to help me, a pastor, better understand people and the way they view the world. Now I'm inviting you into the conversation, so together we might listen. Listen for the extraordinary stories dwelling inside every ordinary voice. Guests in the show are not authorities. They're simply people willing to share with us the authenticity of their own thoughts. I try to provide the guests freedom to talk and let them determine the direction of the conversation. Then I reflect upon the things I heard them say. Each show, I ask listeners to listen like a good camp counselor. Good camp counselors allow children to express themselves without judgment. They listen for what the camper is trying to say. People who listen tend to understand each other better, and we live in a world desperate for ears. So let's begin today's show, The Gap Year. Okay. Miles McGuire. Um, I am, my history with being at Advent is, uh, my parents went to Hennepin when I was super, super young. And then we, uh, moved to Egan and they were looking for a new church and, uh, checked out Advent because there is a lot of people that came over from Hennepin to Advent. So they already knew some people over there. Um, and that's the church that I've been going to ever since I was little. Um, so I've, been in the community. My my mom is in worship arts. She's she's also super involved in the church. So I've been going through, got confirmed through Advent, and then how I am where where I am right now is. Um... I'm going to stop there and let you know that Miles is the youngest child of Michael and Robin McGuire, and the little brother to his sister Maeve. Their family is a member of my congregation at Advent United Methodist Church in Egan, Minnesota. I asked him to take me from birth to now, and that really is a hard thing to do, regardless of your age. What information do you include, and what do you leave out? As Miles walks us through the how he got from his uh, birth through his senior year of high school to today, I will tell you where he's at right now. He has spent the last year, the COVID year, at YMCA Camp Northern Lights in northern Minnesota. How he got there is the reason for this interview. So let's listen to him explain. I 
started going to camp when I was younger, but I would always, we talk about this with my mom, how I used to be so clingy to my mom all the time. And then now it's kind of weird because now I'm just like on my own, kind of doing my own thing. But, um, okay. Hey, hold on. When did you stop being clingy? Probably not till like end of middle school, maybe high school. Like (laughs) I, I had a really tough time, like going to sleepovers and stuff. Cause I was like, so clingy to my mom and my dad and also I just had like a bad experience with a sleepover so I was just like "Mm, never gonna do that again (laughs) and I honestly I honestly because most sleepovers would be on a Saturday night and I would always say sorry I can't sleep over I have church tomorrow and it's Sunday and my mom doesn't want me to sleep over um so that was always my excuse going into everything (laughs) Now I've kind of blossomed into someone who I, I love being pretty independent and pretty alone. And it's been really awesome to um, kind of be able to grow a little bit more. You're at, Cor- what is it, Camp Northern Lights? Yes, YMCA Camp Northern Lights, yeah. Have you, is this the camp that you guys went to? We were going to YMCA Camp du Nord. So like du Nord is a French for of the North. Um, and that is a YMCA family camp up in uh, Ely, Minnesota as well. There ended up being a lot, a lot of interest to go to Denord, but there just was not enough cabins. In the upcoming segment, when Miles says, we, he means the YMCA. <laughs> Miles is a good staff member and represents the Y well. Camp de Nord is where his experience began, going to family camp with his family. Camp Northern Lights is where he is now. It is a new property owned by the YMCA. We bought two properties. We bought the Timberwolf Lodge property and Northern Lights Lodge property, and then kind of little properties in between those two. So this is a brand new camp that's only been up and running for about two years. So yeah, I I went to Denord uh, when I was younger. I also went to some other camps too, but it was primarily like Denord with my family. But did you have a time where that you hit that point where you did sleepaway camp on your own? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, So there's another camp up here called Camp Widjewagen, which is like (laughs) more tripping camps where you go on canoe trips and you go on hiking trips. Um, And I would say that that was one of my biggest leaps for me because I hadn't really gone on like a canoe trip ever before. And I went with my buddy, Brian, who actually got me into going to YMCA camps. And we went on a 16 day uh, canoe trip up into the Quetico and Boundary Waters, which was amazing. Definitely one of the things that has like really like propelled me into like the area that I love to be in, like out in the wilderness and canoeing and, camping and tripping but it was an amazing experience a but 16 I, day trip yeah it wow, was that's yeah so it was, it was it was one counselor and then five or six of us um and it was amazing i loved it i really wish i would have done more but it was really awesome I probably left in more information about the YMCA camp system than was necessary. But hey, I'm biased. I love camp and camp stories. Why do I love camp? 
because no other entity has a better track record than camps for youth development. They nurture shy, clingy children into confident explorers, servant-minded leaders, and hard-working adults. Miles' story does include a cautionary tale, though. Like many stages of development for children, the time is right when the time is right, when the child is ready, and not necessarily when the parents are ready. His words remain with me. I am still dreaming of a 16-day canoe trip in the Quetico. That is a remote wilderness area in southern Canada, just above Minnesota's Boundary Waters canoe area. A year ago, it's Mm -hmm. early March, um, COVID is looming on the horizon, but it's not full swing Mm -hmm. yet. What were your plans? Can you remember back then before COVID got full swing? What what were you thinking of doing with your life? I was planning on going to Iowa State for my freshman year. And then I was also, so for camp, I originally was only going to be there for like June and July. And then in early, mid-August, I was going off to Iowa State, which is crazy to think about because now I'm, I've been here for like nine, ten months. But um, yeah, so I was planning on in March, uh, that was kind of when I was starting to finished my summer plans. And also I was really debating if I wanted to go to the U or Iowa state. Um, and I ended up going with Iowa state cause they're, uh, I want to go into landscape architecture and their landscape architecture program is fantastic. Um, so I, I finally picked where I was going to go and then I felt super content and that was kind of like a, a weight lifted off my shoulder. Cause it was just like a whole year of, uh, do I go here? Do I go here? Which like every senior, has to deal with. Um, and then I finally decided where I was going to go and then yeah, quarantine hit, and yeah, everything kind of changed a little bit. The older we get, the less we remember the anxieties we wrestled with as teens. We all know bigger problems quickly replace those high school worries. Yet, when we are young, those decisions carry the weight of the world. They carry the weight of the world because they are typically the first truly big decision we make. And at the time, they are the world. As I'm listening to Miles, I'm trying to empathize with the additional stress of quarantine. It really must just throw everything up in the air. But no matter how calm... Miles sounds. At the time, I think there was more stress. Uncertainty does nothing to relieve anxiety. Yet time can change our perspective, as Miles will learn. What was it like headed into graduation and kind of being isolated? Looking back now, it definitely felt like I was kind of like a part of my life that I really wanted to have was kind of like taken away from me. Cause it's like senior year graduation prom. Um, that was like a super big deal. And now kind of looking back in perspective of everything and also looking at the seniors now who are just now like either going back in person or still remote from, from, from school. I think I'm looking back more and being like, I'm super thankful that I even got like three quarters of a high school senior year 
it also it helped me too because I was originally wasn't going to be able to get up to camp till like June 5th or something and I was going to miss a lot of staff training but with it being all remote I just went up to camp and finished all my finals and finishing up my papers up at camp and it was actually ended up being great for for camp oh my gosh that Um, just I mean that's a camper's dream to be able to finish out there have all their finals while you're at camp I know well it was also I was like I really have to finish editing this like 60 page paper in the wilderness like for my cis lit paper but i'm like i'd much rather be on a hike or swimming in the lake right now (laughs) sorry miles i i know him a pastor and i'm i'm supposed to empathize with everyone suffering but you get absolutely no empathy from me on this one Please do not try to convince me of the struggle and the inhumane situation of writing a paper in the North Woods. <laughs> You're at camp for crying out loud. Enjoy it. <laughs> However, COVID restrictions did create another problem. I'm not sure Miles even saw it coming. Was he going to have the summer job he was counting on? Let us listen. Thankfully, I ended up, um, after the cuts, I ended up being one of the people who still got to be on staff, which was also a little crazy because it ended up being like all return staff and then me and then Grace, who were the two new staff, which was very nerve wracking at first, but it ended up being great. And I I loved it. It It's awesome. What what makes that nerve wracking? Um, I think I've just never really worked like had coworkers that were older than me or now what's really cool and really funny is that certain job and they end up being friends with people that are 20 years plus older than you. And I thought, I think that's really cool coming out of this experience that you don't really necessarily have to have friends that are in your grade level. So I think that at first was a little bit scary because a lot of my coworkers were 20, 21, 22, 23, and then some even older and I was just, I think I was a little scared at first because it's just this kid who just graduated from high school who's now working and de- hasn't gone to college and now is working with all these older people. But it, it ended up being great. Miles learns a valuable lesson, one I think a lot of people need to know. You can have a great relationship with people who are not in your same grade or age bracket or even generation. Some of my fondest memories were the times in my 20s when I spent quality time with people sometimes 20 years older than me. Perhaps, like Miles, I feel this way because it was a lesson I learned at camp. Today in the church, it feels like I can't even suggest a multi-generational experience. There's too much angst in the room between those different ages. We really need to get over that problem if we hope to have a dynamic community. Back at that summer and going, okay, this is, I think this might have been my favorite memory from the summer. Favorite memory from the summer. And you can have more than one too. I'm not going to. Oh, yes, of course. I think one of the first memories that really made me like soup, like feel 
comfort and feel like there a lot of this pressure has been like taken off is like when I first got there and everyone was like such had such like open arms for me and the first couple of days of just like being in this community because as coworkers we all live in the same place we all hang out all together like all the time um so it was really really comforting at first to come in and to realize that I wouldn't feel like this outsider coming in it definitely felt great coming in and them already being so accepting and so open um so that was great that was one of my first like oh this is not as bad as i thought it was going to be <laughs> chill out miles you're good um and then some of my other memories um some fun things that we um as like as staff on the weekends we get to kind of do kind of explore the city hang out at camp it was really really fun having like the older staff be like, oh, I know this place in Ely that I'll come show you. Um, but a really cool place in Ely, um, it's called Miners, um, where there's this old quarry that has this beautiful like blue water that um, there's like docks there that you can go and put your boat in. But it is really awesome to go swimming um, and jump off into. And that was also a really awesome memory. It like it felt like it felt like a movie on uh, like almost like right. you watch those like teen movies and they're like going to the quarry to go hang out with the friends <laughs> or like going, going into town to like, and it honestly, like my summer felt really great because I was able to have those awesome memories that you like are like, do they do teens actually do that? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, cause of course living in Egan, there's like, not really the most things to do in Egan, um, but yeah. But you think finally, about that. Yeah. You know, think about that. Egan probably has more to do than Egan. yeah. But you that is find true. when you find in a in a group of people that just decide just to have you know fun together. It's amazing mm-hmm. what you can do. This last comment I found both funny and enlightening. Rarely have I met a person who doesn't think their hometown is boring. They'll say something like Miles just did. The words are less about the hometown and more about the spirit within the speaker. Sometimes our heart finds itself in dire need to explore the world. We just need an adventure or an excursion in Miles' case. One other thing. I hope you hear this repeated theme in Miles' reflections. Most of his joy and meaning centers on being in and connected to a community, school, church, camp, home. Each new adventure, he looks for that connection and the possibility of it. (laughs) My mind is full of seeing him swimming in the quarry in northern Minnesota. Those are made-for-TV moments. They are the great memories we take with us for the rest of our lives. The moments that remind us of the spiritual importance of downtime and playing with friends. At what point did you say, hey, I mean, forget school. I'm just going to stay at camp. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, so that was... That was probably late July, early August, mid-August maybe. I was kind of, I was like dancing around the topic 
because I was like, maybe I should take a gap year. And I, originally, I wasn't really thinking about like just staying up at camp. I was going to come home and maybe do like some trade school stuff or maybe some like woodworking stuff and then potentially get a job down in the cities. But I had been just like so burnt out with online school and high school and senior year and just kind of like trying to get everything done that I was, it ended up turning out to be like more and more, it seems like going back, there wasn't really going to be too many in-person classes, especially since Iowa State is so big. And also just like talking to so many adults and families and parents who have already had so much more life experience than me and a lot of my peers that I've been talking to. And I was talking to them, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a gap year. I don't, I don't really know. And I had so many adults and parents just tell me, take a gap year, like take a gap year, take a time, take time off of school. I think I've talked to so many parents who've just said, everyone should take a gap year, even if it's not COVID time, you know, there was one family in particular, I'm super, super close with their family just because I've been able to be with her kids through last summer and this summer, I was eating dinner with them one night outside. And we were talking and she's totally like convinced me to take a gap year. And she's like, if your parents are still like not really wanting you to take a gap year, tell them a doctor told you to take a gap year. <laughs> um, and it was, I just had so many, so many parents and so many adults who've uh, been through everything and they've just been like, Hey, take a gap year. You'll love it. Um, especially if I have this opportunity being up here at camp, you know, ended up telling like my dad and my mom, I was like, Hey, I really am thinking about doing this gap year thing. And then I kind of went back on it. I was like, well, I'm already like, so into this, like I have a roommate. I bought, I bought a futon, like I'm ready to go to college. And you then pass the futon I, I threshold. Once you buy yes, a futon, I, you're in. You're in. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I just. And then I kind of went back and I was like, Am I really gonna, like, like steer in the direction of my next nine months based on I have a roommate and I bought a futon? <laughs> and I was like, No, that's so silly. And I think I definitely coming out of this is one of the one of the things that has like made me think more about like what I want my life to look like in the future is that like if you're invested in something and you realize that it's just like not for you there is no there there is no um shame in saying although I've invested all this time into something if I'm not enjoying it I'm not going to do it I love this advice from Miles. Never base your future on a futon and a roommate assignment. <laughs> we laughed about it, but his point is very serious and true. Many of us walk away from great opportunities because we think a major commitment has been made, when in truth, the investment is minor. The truth is, I want Miles to listen to this interview when he's 40 years old. Seriously. I just want him to remember his own advice because he is spot on. If what you're doing brings you no joy, there is no shame in walking away and doing something else. I know, sure, financial commitments are different when you're 40 years old, but 
Joy is priceless, and it's a life-giving gift to everyone. Um, I think my, my dad was pretty like supportive right from, right from the get, get go. Um, and just wanted to make sure that if I was going to take a gap year, I would be able to fill it up with things that would keep me occupied and keep me, um, just to like make the year, not just me like sitting on the couch for a whole year, which would not be a good, um, a good way of spending my gap year. And then I think my mom was a little bit like taken back, which is totally fair because I had told her like, I'm not going to do the gap year. I'm just going to go to school. And then they ended up coming up to camp and I talked to her for a little bit. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'm like really, really considering doing the gap year again. Um, which is totally fair that she was a little bit taken aback at first. But now when I talk to her, she's like, this is the best decision you've could have done. This is like something that you're going to look back on. In 20 years, telling your kids, yeah, I took a gap year and worked at the camp. Miles did more than work at camp on his gap year. He also traveled. So let us listen to his adventures. So you told me um, you're you're leaving tomorrow for a, a, a journey? Yeah, so I'm leaving. Let's call, on excur- yeah. let's call it an excursion. Excursion, yes. Okay. That's a way fancier way of putting yeah. it. Um, yeah. Journey yeah, gets so overplayed. I'll, Everybody goes yes. on a journey. You're going on an excursion, okay? Excursion, yes. <laughs> so um, one of the things that I really wanted to do with my gap year is try and go on some road trips and go to some national parks or just different places in the world that I hadn't been. So earlier this fall, all the a lot of the staff here, um, we ended up going out to Utah and checking out like Bryce Canyon, Zion, and Arches, and it was great. And we joke because we had two weeks or two two three weeks off where we weren't going to see each other, and we all decided that we were going to stay together the whole time um, and go out to Utah. It was super awesome, super life changing. And then um, this this coming excursion um i'm going out to montana with my other good friend here up at camp and uh we're gonna go see another friend who is here in the fall and then she she actually took a gap semester um and then now she's at montana state university uh, uh out in bozeman so we're gonna go road trip out to montana and go see her and check out uh all the stuff around bozeman and national parks and stuff but this time um a lot of a lot of the planning is a little bit more like on my shoulders just because I don't have um, people who have like already done a road trip and already had done this kind of planning everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm kind of planning a little bit more like what are we going to have on the road trip? Like how are we going to settle pricing for everything and what are we going to eat? What stuff should we bring? We're bringing a cooler and where are we going to stay? So a lot of that stuff was put on on me and I must admit when I first heard about someone taking a gap year before it was called a gap year that was I assumed people just wanted playtime how many of you thought that as well even those adults who suggested the idea to Miles 
you can hear in their advice a sense of play and adventure. But consider what Miles has done. He has worked and served at a camp, and I'm pretty sure he's cleaned toilets, made beds, and done laundry that was not his own. I'm confident he has served food and done dishes. A trip to Montana sounds fun, but Miles is taking the planning very seriously. This is different than college. The job at hand is not something a professor is given as a work assignment. He is the one determining the needs, the cost, and the work. <laughs> sounds worthy of a grade and college credit to me. Miles will enter college in a different place. We've learned of the new communities in his life, but I asked a question about his previous ones. Do you talk much to other like kids from the youth group? I do, yeah. So like Maddie, Daniel, Nick, um, definitely call Grant sometimes, Charlie. Um, but yeah, definitely that, that crew is one that is uh, special in my heart just because we've had mission trips together and then just growing up in the church together. Um, but yeah, I still try and talk to them as much as I can. And hopefully when I get back, we'll, we'll get to meet up with them. But that was, that was one of the things with the summer I was going to take some time off last summer to go on the mission trip. But of course that got canceled, but that is honestly one of the things that I think I missed the most from like COVID canceling things. Because I was going to go on like my French trip and then have graduation and stuff like that. But I think the mission trip honestly like hits a lot harder just because the mission trips honestly kind of feel like a really nice refresh for me every year for like my spirituality um, and just kind of like reconnecting with that just because you have school all year and then you finally get to the summer and then you have your mission trip and you kind of, yeah, it's like a really nice refresh button. Um, so that was super hard not being at church for a long time and not having youth group and then also not having the mission trip either. And then now that I'm up at camp, I haven't been to church at all. I've been watching the, the sermons online, but like, there's still that like sense of community that you don't really get, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. definitely been tough, yeah. which I think is, it's been tough on any, everyone with that. So. I am new to Advent United Methodist Church. My first year was Miles's senior year in high school, so I can take no credit for this one. But I am proud of our church leaders when I listen to him reflect on his life. Our mission is to teach people to connect, to grow, to serve. All of these things come to life in Miles's life. He is the embodiment of the mission. Well done good and faithful servants, all of you. I was looking back on, because um, you, for Facebook, for looking for a roommate, you always put your like little blurb, like, hey, I'm Miles, I'm going into this, yeah. I do this, I like this music, I like sports, blah, blah, blah. I'm a Sagittarius, um, and I have a very good moan rising. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have some friends who are super obsessed with that and i have to always ask them what are you talking about (laughs) but it's all it's all fun but um yeah it's uh it's hard because now or it's weird now looking back on the post i made 
a year ago and being like, wow, that Miles is so different from the Miles that is doing a post now on the Facebook page, which is kind of a silly thing to look at and be like, that's so odd. But now looking back, I'm like, wow, I'm not just talking about, oh, I took this extracurricular, I did this, I did this. Um, now I'm talking about I have lived in the North Woods for almost a year and I've visited these parks and I've done these things. And I definitely feel now as a person, uh, I'm more sure of what things I'm looking for and what things that are like what things I want to pursue in my life. You like the miles that you see? I, I do. I do like the miles I see. I think everyone, there's always things where you're like, I could like I could approve upon this or I could do this or I could, I should start looking, looking towards doing this. But, um, yes, I am. If I had some sort of way to have a time machine to go back and tell one year ago, miles that, Hey, you're in the North woods now doing all this cool stuff. Um, that'd be crazy. Cause I, I remember talking to Maddie and joking with her. I'm like, what if I just like dropped out of school and like lived up in the North woods and like just, worked up there for a year and then now that I'm actually doing it it's crazy when I was reflecting on my conversation with Miles the scripture that came to mind was this reading from Matthew 28 verse 1 through 7 after the Sabbath At dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb. Look, there was this great earthquake, for an angel from the Lord came down from heaven. Coming to the stone, he rolled it away and sat on it. Now his face was like lightning and his clothes white as snow. The guards were so terrified him that they shook with fear and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Don't be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here, because he's been raised from the dead, just as he said. Come, see the place where they laid him. Now hurry, go, and tell his disciples, he's been raised from the dead. He's going on ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. I'm editing this show when it is still dark on Good Friday morning. Maybe the context of the setting is shaping how I hear Miles' reflections, I'm not sure. But I hear the Easter story coming to life in his words. Good Friday is when we remember Jesus going to the cross to be crucified. His followers are stunned, heartbroken, even devastated. All of their hopes and dreams had come crashing down in a matter of days. I wonder... If I had talked to Miles last April, when all of his senior trips were canceled, along with prom, graduation, and the church mission trip, would I have been talking to a young man shaken by a radically changed reality? I think so. His words made me think of this year's seniors. They've lost the whole year. Where are they in terms of hope? Maybe they should listen to Miles. Because Miles is not a Good Friday tale. He has gone to the empty tomb and found life. (laughs) In a very selfish way, I like to think Miles heard one of my sermons and it completely reframed his mind and his life. And I'm okay 
living with these kind of delusions. It makes me happy. But the truth is, Miles heard the voice of angels at Camp Northern Lights. They were the words of parents and adults telling them, I know what you're looking for, but it is not here. The thing you are looking for is not dead, but living. I don't think you have to go to church for God to speak to you. And as painful as it is to admit, pastors are not always the voice of God. Yet it is most often those who have been nurtured in the faith, who have the ears to hear the voice of God, wherever and however it comes. You might be too old for a gap year, or you might determine it's just not for you. Your journey, or excuse me, your excursion, does not have to look like Miles' is to have value. The one thing I want you to take from his tale is this. It is a reminder that we are Easter people. We don't have to watch Jesus die on a cross to have all of our hopes and dreams about the future crush. Every moment of despair is an opportunity to look within the empty tomb and to see Jesus is not there. Then turning away from that dark place, we go out to see the risen Christ, not at a spurt-specific location, but in the everyday flow of life. Again, the risen Christ is not bound to a sanctuary. So we live in hope, always moving out to an ever new forming future in Christ. Happy Easter to all of you. And thank you, Miles, for your proclamation. That's our show. I want to thank Miles for sharing, and I want to thank you for listening. I hope you join me again for my next conversation with an ordinary voice. But until then, check out the website, ordinaryvoices.org, to follow along with other conversations and the weekly devotions. You can go to adventumc-egan on YouTube to check out our worship services, or perhaps might consider joining us in the parking lot this summer when it gets warm. On behalf of all Ordinary Voices, thanks for listening, and I look forward to our next conversation. Und da kamen zwei Gestalt, sie kamen in Nieber. Und da kamen zwei Gestalt, zu der Senior. Yeah.